Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex Courtright and this is where you can find my life and writings and all sorts of things. Today we're talking about a fantastic film and what I believe makes it work so well. I hope you guys enjoy. Into the Spider-Verse leapt onto the scene in 2018, infiltrating our hearts and minds, becoming a worldwide phenomenon. To this day, I still haven't really heard any major criticisms of the movie. Word swept through social media as rave reviews tumbled in and the film found itself atop a pile of cash with a jaw-dropping 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. But here's the thing, a lot of movies are competently made. And even well-received by reviewers, but they don't all make the splash that this film did. So, why did this film start a wildfire of adoration across the country? That's what I want to talk about. But hold up, before I get started, you should definitely hit the like button on this video and subscribe to the channel because it helps me out a ton. Okay, okay, back to the video. There are some obvious answers. You could say that it was just the unique animation methods employed by the studio to bring the story to life. It was a much talked about subject upon release, with countless behind the scenes videos of the process in action. The movie was a stunning visual achievement and certainly contributed to the film's success. It was one of the first movies to really translate the comic book visual style to the screen flawlessly, and that added a lot to the product. Another answer might be that the writers of this movie simply knocked it out of the park, which they did. Into the Spider-Verse was a fresh take on Spider-Man that none of us had experienced in the theaters before. Introducing Miles Morales to the big screen was a hit for many reasons. The cultural impact could be felt in a way similar to the reception of Marvel's Black Panther film. The story of Miles learning to overcome himself in order to become the hero that he needs to be is one that we can all relate to. Sure, his cultural background was fresh to the Spider-Man franchise, but you didn't have to look like Miles or live like Miles to relate to Miles. The core of his tale resonated with virtually everyone. It had everything going for it. But here's the thing, while the animation was superb, it wasn't the thing that made this film a cultural phenomenon. While the writing was spot on, it wasn't what made this film a cultural phenomenon. And it wasn't just both of them put together. There are plenty of movies that are so competently made that never reach audiences the way that this one did. You could chalk it up to the IP being attached to Marvel, and Spider-Man being an already universally loved character, but I can't bring myself to say that that was the case either. What really made this movie stick was heart. And heart is something that everyone can feel. It's not just for critics. You can sense it in a song, novel, or movie. Any work of art. We, as consumers, can tell when something is real. It makes a certain connection with us inside that we can't always explain. Take the latest Star Wars trilogy, for example. I'm not here to take it apart critically, but I think the majority of people found that it didn't really sit right, despite having a great many competent pieces. George Lucas, despite his flaws, owns Star Wars. And regardless of whether you agreed with the choices he made, he always put his whole heart into what he created. The latest Disney trilogy, on the other hand, became a Frankenstein's monster of ill-fitted parts and lacked any sense of direction, message, or heart. It was constructed in a studio by people that showed us through their work that they didn't really understand the source material, and the proof of that is in the reception that the films got from fans. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, look at the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. 
No one saw it coming and no one believed in it, but it was a product of vision, a passion project. Art in its purest form often requires singular vision, and the highest art requires laser-focused dedication. Guardians of the Galaxy has a lot in common with Into the Spider-Verse, but the most important one is heart. It relates to the average viewer in a way that invests you in its characters, despite the fact that they're a bunch of aliens in space. All the essential human elements are there. A project like Into the Spider-Verse, Guardians of the Galaxy, or even one of my favorite TV shows, Avatar The Last Airbender, succeed not on competence alone, but with a secret sauce. That sauce varies in recipe from project to project, but the number one ingredient is always the passion of the people behind it. In each instance, the directors were allowed to run with their vision and see it through to the end. And in turn, they imbued their staff with the energy and freedom to create their own personal masterpieces, which in turn fit together like puzzle pieces to form the tidal wave that would sweep across the culture. Now, obviously, this is a very hard thing to achieve. It requires a very talented team behind the project, and it requires an intensity of vision that can barge through those pesky studio executives and convince them to give you the reins. That's why movies like these are so few and far between. So many things have to come together. But I don't think that means that you shouldn't try. These are the stilts that your art will stand on. Whether you're alone in your room working on your book, at your easel, or on the set of the next blockbuster, the through line remains the same. I'm not saying that as creatives we should all barrel through any opposition to ensure that we are the sole dictators of our project, only adhering to our own vision. And I'm really not here to harp on the importance of creative control. What I'm really saying is that teamwork and purity of vision are huge pieces to the puzzle of a successful piece of art. There are a lot of projects that probably have all of these elements present, but don't skyrocket to success or aren't even good pieces of art. I'm not saying that having these things will make you rich, but I am saying that without them, the ceiling will be a lot harder to shatter. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast provider and check back every week for new content. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.